leverage to me is key. Leveraging your money, playing it smart. You know, when you're talking investment properties, you make your money on the buy. You know, you, you've got to buy right or else you're just setting yourself up for failure. If you're if you're flipping a property, there's always going to be stuff that that comes out that you weren't expecting. There's always going to be additional cost on construction. Heck, we, you know, we've had massive delays on the construction side and in the construction industry as a whole over these past two years with everything going on. Just just you know, buy right, contract right, and and make sure that you are prepared for the bumps in the road because they're going to come. They're absolutely going to come. Hello and welcome to the Agent Podcast with your host, that's me, Raymond Scholseth. Let's dive in. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Agent Podcast. Today I'm here with my buddy George out of Texas. George, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it, man. Yeah. So, George, you trumped me with eight kids over my five, man. So I'm a little uh, blown away right now. But I want to start with my question. Why real estate? Um, yeah, I did. I think you have to up your game, first of all, there. Just put that <laughs> out there. But, uh, uh, why real estate? Real estate is, is something that's always been of interest to uh, to me and my and my wife. I originally got licensed back in 02 in, uh, in New York, where, I used to, where we grew up. Both my wife and I grew up. And I uh, got my license in 02, was right before having our first baby. And we ended up deciding to make a move. Never really did anything with uh, with the license there. Um, but I had that background. So moved to Arizona and uh, ended up getting into the mortgage side of the business there. And we just moved there for better job opportunities and, and growth in general. So I spent five years in the mortgage industry in Arizona and uh, kind of went through to 07, 08, where the big crash happened in, in the Phoenix area where we were got hit real hard. So ended up going going back and, and uh, working with my brothers on a, a business, an online business that we had started years prior. And then a couple of years ago, when uh, when some things kind of changed there, um, I was looking to... Uh, actually, it was before I was looking to make a move. Uh, my wife kind of said, hey, I, I want to do something. I think I'm going to get my real estate license. It's something we've always talked about you know, going back to in the future as the kids got older. So I said, okay, cool. I'll, I'll get mine with you and I'll kind of work part-time and help you out as I can. And uh, in in true fashion, the way things kind of happen with us a lot of times, uh, she ended up going, well, I don't know if I have enough time for that. I was powering through the course and got my license and, and started working part time. Some things went sideways with the, uh, the old business. It, it was time to make a move and make a change. So I decided to go full time, uh, full time in real estate. It's just always been a love of mine. It's always been a passion. Um, started investment side of the business as well back in 2020. Um, so I'm an agent as well as investor and, uh, yeah, started investing in, in a vacation market, uh, Broken Bow, Oklahoma, uh, we're building a cabin there, bought and sold a couple of properties there and are, are looking to build more cabins up there. It's a, a short-term rental market. That's about three hours from Dallas where, where we live and, uh, just a great market. So we've recently expanded, uh, the two-way realty group. Um, to Broken Bow, Oklahoma, too. So, just always been a passion of mine. I just, I just, you know, love architecture, love real estate, love properties. We're one of those couples that would, you know, we'd go on vacation and we'd look at at properties in the area just because sure. it's always been of interest. My wife's always wanted, you know, vacation homes. So we're finally making that dream happen. 
I love it, man. So congratulations to you for that and powering through that journey. I'd like to back up a little bit and unpack something. I feel like somebody like you who has a mortgage background coming into real estate, getting their license, serving clients, and then leveraging to start building an investment portfolio has an edge. Can we talk about that? Can we talk about some of the things that you built or learned or brought over with you from the mortgage industry into your real estate career? Absolutely. Uh, I think, I mean, the biggest thing is just the understanding. I mean, just the understanding of how that side of the industry works and how to leverage, you know, opportunities and, and different financial situations, uh, building credit back when I was in the, the mortgage business, I, I did a lot of digging into how to help my clients um, tough situations. I've always been someone who likes a challenge. I, I, I like to be a problem solver. So Is that how you got eight my, kids? Um, <laughs> that, that came pretty easily, actually. <laughs> there wasn't much of a problem to solve there. It just kind of happened. <laughs> but but uh, so always always try to those people who were in a tough spot. Sure. Um, you know, back in the mortgage industry, it was those those tough clients who, who had a challenge in, in buying a property, whether it was, you know, something on their credit history. So I, I really dug into the FICO score mold and went to some trains with some of the people who developed that system and, and kind of learned, they won't tell you officially, you know, what goes into the FICO scoring system, but they'll give you a pretty good idea. So I learned how to, you know, help my clients get over hurdles and, and find solutions and, and work with them. I mean, the easy ones are great. Don't get me wrong. I, I love the, you know, the slam dunk deals, but I love the challenge of, of helping someone who's in a tough spot. And as you know, not all real estate agents are created equal. Not all, you know, mortgage brokers, mortgage lenders are created equal. And a lot of that has to do with the programs available to them. But a lot of it, especially on our end, has to do with the willingness and the desire and that and that background knowledge of how to help somebody. So it's, it's definitely been huge in that regard um, to have that background and have that experience. And, you know, when I send somebody to a lender, I've already got a pretty good grasp of what they're dealing with. If there's, you know, if there's a challenge and there have been times where I've reached out and helped the lender uh, <laughs> to, to solve a problem just because I have that background. So it, it's great there as an agent, um, great there on the investing side too, because yeah, I, I have that background on, on leveraging, and leverage is huge, you know, especially when you talk about investing, it's all about leverage, you know, so it, you could, you could take a big saving account and, and plunk it down as a 20% investment in one property and then start over and try to come up with another 20% over years, or you can learn to leverage your, your money and make it work for you and, and use that to buy multiple properties or, you know, buy a, a buy and hold. Uh, and then you flip a couple of whether it's vacant land or whether it's you know existing homes or or whatever it is, there's there's different ways to leverage your money and make it work for you and kind of grow faster than than what most people realize you can do. So I have a relationship with one of my local bank's presidents, and you know I've been in and out of local properties and deals and stuff here in Illinois. And one of the things he always says to me is, "Ray, we don't work for you. We work for the government. You know, so what we can't do and what we want to do." are two very, very different things, you know? And there's not always a lot of flexibility with what the options are 
what's your experience and what's your thoughts on that, given that you're a problem solver? And from what I hear, you know, there's always opportunity if you know where to look. You've got it right there. I mean, knowing where to look is is key. So yes, there's a lot of restrictions on um, Fannie and Freddie programs. There's, you know, those are pretty cut and dry. Those are the easy A paper deals. Um, you know, anybody can can do those. But there's a lot of other other programs that uh, that lenders have that are maybe non-conforming. Used to be the subprime market, which got is what got people into trouble. Was the old subprime market back in the early 2000s. There's really no subprime anymore. Um, non-conforming is kind of where that's at. Non-QM mortgages, non-qualifying. There's a lot of other programs out there. I mean, a lender can lend their money. There's private money out there. There's hard money out there. There's a lot of a lot of different avenues that can work for different situations. So definitely knowing where to look, um, finding those lenders, and and really learning about what they're. There's a lot of specialties. Like I've got a lender who who specializes in self-employed borrowers you know they have bank statement loan programs where it, it, it's you know self-employed borrowers oftentimes have a lot of deductions and they're not showing you know what they need to to qualify sure but there are lenders out there that have like a bank statement loan program where they're looking at their deposits and they'll track and they'll trace what money is actually coming in and they can use that to qualify Okay, cool. Well, we could go down a whole rabbit hole with mortgages. I want to learn more about your real estate business and what you're doing day to day, what's happening in the market, what you're doing for lead generation, branding, marketing. Can you share some of how you have your business structured and what's working for you? Sure. Yeah. I am a big proponent of, uh, of organic um, business. So I've never bought leads. I've never you know, paid for anything like that. You know, I, I don't do the Zillow leads or the realtor.com or, or anything like that where you're paying for leads just because I don't want to get that hamster wheel of now I'm relying upon that. I get it. I've been tempted to do it, you know, getting started because it's tough. It's tough in this business to get rolling. But my focus has been on, on you know, sphere and social media. And with that being said, uh, my social media game has not been where it should be. Um, I've got a lot of growth there and it's something that I'm working on this year of really, really expanding what I do in the social media game. But to me, it's just being genuine and it's connecting with people in, in my community. Um, and some of that is on social media via, via local Facebook groups. Some of that is just, you know, being in touch with, uh, you know, with friends and family. And I think it's one of the basics, but a lot of times the basics I think get forgotten is making sure that everybody, you know, knows that you're a realtor, right? Knows that you're an agent because um, it's top of mind awareness. So to me, it's, it's just, um, I'm a huge believer in, uh, in, and, and I, I don't know if you're doing with Ricky Kruth, but I follow him yeah. and love his stuff. And I love his philosophy of relationships over transactions. And that is, 100%. that's how I build my, I've built my businesses. It's about relationships. It's about taking care of people. And I believe that if, if you do that and you take care of people, the rest of it will work out. So I'm not going into a, a call going, well, what am I going to make off of this deal? Is it worth my time? Is it not worth my time? Like I will talk to everybody and anybody and I will help them out however I can, whether there's, you know, a paycheck at the end or not. I just feel, you know, taking care of people and doing, treating them right and doing the right thing is the way to go. And it's, it's, you know, it's worked out thus far. So I don't know if that really answered your question on lead gen or not. It's it's connecting to people is is my focus and in life and whatever I do. You know, I'm 
uh, I don't sit in and cold call. Um, I'm extremely busy between my investment business and the short-term rentals and, and my agency and, and the kids kind of take up some time too. Yeah. I um, so I do, I mean, I work 10, 12 hours a day, but, um, but it's doing fun stuff, right? It's doing stuff that I enjoy. And sure. I think that that is what makes it sustainable. What have you really learned in the last two years of the challenges that our world has went through um, that you've brought with you into your real estate business that have either, I don't know, maybe, maybe you didn't see before or that has helped you build your business even stronger or, I don't know, increased value, right, to, to maybe what you can bring to the client. Anything come to mind? I think that, um, you know, being understanding of and compassionate of others because we don't know what other people are dealing with. Um, and you never, and you never do know. And I, I think the last two years have really, have really brought that to light. I myself lost my brother, one of my brothers going on two years ago now. Um, and it was, it was, loss. appreciate it. Appreciate it. And it was cancer. It wasn't COVID but it was right at the start of when COVID hit. And I had to make the tough choice. He was undergoing some experimental treatment. He was in Arizona because the doctors here in Dallas had said, there's really nothing else we can do. So he went to Arizona and they were undergoing some treatments there. And he was just declining real, like it hit real fast on his last trip out there, hit real, real fast and hard. And there was a point where, you know, COVID, they just made the announcement saying, hey, this is really bad. We're locking everything down. And I had to make the tough decision of not going out to see him because my youngest daughter, who's five now, has had breathing issues. She had just been in the hospital a few months prior due to some breathing issues. Um, and they were saying this is, you know, a big respiratory thing. And I said, well, I can't risk going to see him and getting sick and bringing that back to my baby, you know, my, to my little, my little girl. She was, I guess, three at the time. So I, I didn't, and he passed away, you know, there in Arizona. I didn't, and I didn't get to see him in person. So just things like that, you know, you just don't, you don't know what people are going through. You don't know what people are dealing with. Um, so I think it's just a, a, a refocus on just love people. I'm a big, you know, believer in, in God. And I'm, I'm a man of faith. Um, and my philosophy in life is love Jesus, love people. Um, and that's kind of love, love people, you know, just, just not judging, not ragging on, not picking on, not, not, you know, looking down on anybody, just loving people and, and treating them all equally and, and with kindness and respect. I was just going to say, be kind. Like that's what comes yeah. to mind as you're talking, you know, just be kind, be a good human. Exactly. Exactly. So, and I'm not to say that I think I was a bad human before because <laughs> I've always tried to live a good life and treat sure. people well. But I think that was the big, you know, kind of the big thing that I've taken away from it. It's just, you know, just, just like you said, be kind, be good to people. Yeah. I love that. What, uh, what are your plans for the future? So you, are you working in Texas? You're working in Oklahoma. What, uh, what does life look like for 2A Realty Group? Yeah. So, uh, so I live in uh, Rockwell County, Rockwell, which is about 30 minutes east of Dallas. Um, so my, my business is focused here in Rockwall County. I, I help clients all over DFW. Um, but my focus obviously close to where I live here. And then, as I mentioned before, expanding into Broken Bow, 
that's a market where I spend a lot of time. So I want to, I want to grow that, that business there. It's, it's such a huge opportunity and there's so many people looking, uh, buying and selling properties up there. My focus and, and my future business is actually to kind of grow this as a family thing. Um, my, my oldest is, uh, is 19 now and he's decided that he wants to dip his toes into the real estate world and, and has come on board with me. Um, right now he's, I'm training him on the investment side and, uh, he's taken his licensing class and that's kind of always been, you know, been a vision of my wife and I, when we started to a realty group was, Hey, this would be great if it became a family thing, you know, we're not going to push the kids into it at all, but if they're interested, you know, we can, you know, we have different avenues. Somebody wants to be a, an agent. Perfect. Come on in, join us. Somebody wants to flip houses we have that, you know, established and we have that in place and they can jump in and whether they want to be on the contracting, you know, just, just be the the brains behind it and finding the deals and, and, you know, running the, the business there. So we really envision it as a, hopefully as a family business. And I, I love what I do. So I don't see myself, you know, stepping away from it for a long time, but, uh, but to be able to grow it with family and friends and, and uh, um, just, just make it like i said this this family this this loving experience this loving atmosphere where we take care of people and they know we do and they come back to us because everybody in the group does it the same way um as far as kindness and respect and and taking care of people so my vision is just for this kind of to, to continue to grow family and friends and and you know I, i'm not looking to take over the world i'm not looking to go into 20 markets um, you know, I, I think DFW and, and Broke Bow is, is it, um, because that's where we, you know, where we spend our time, but yeah, just, just continuing to, uh, to grow and, um, expand with people that are close to us. From the investment side of things, I know Texas is a very landlord friendly state. Is Oklahoma a landlord friendly state as well? Um, it is from, from my experience. Yeah. It's, it's very similar to Texas in a lot of ways. Okay. That's good. So yeah, I'm from California and live in Illinois, two of the worst landlord states ever. Yeah, so I'm yeah. always curious about that. <laughs> yeah, a bit of a difference between uh, between here and there, for yeah. sure. Yeah, 100%. So what would you tell somebody, specifically an agent who's looking to either get started or expand their investment business? What are What are a couple golden nuggets that we can share with our listeners out there? Uh, like I said, and I'm sure there are many, you know, many more experienced investors out there, but leverage to me is key. Um, you know, leveraging your money, playing it smart. You know, when you're talking investment properties, you make your money on the buy. You know, you, you've got to buy right or else you're just setting yourself up for failure. Um, you know, there's, there's always going to be, if you're, if you're flipping a property, there's always going to be stuff that, that comes out that you weren't expecting. There's always going to be additional cost on construction. Heck, we, you know, we've had massive delays on the construction side and in the construction industry as a whole over these past two years yep. with everything going on. Just, just you know, buy right, contract right, and and make sure that you are prepared for the bumps in the road because they're going to come. They're absolutely going to come. I love that. Thanks for sharing. Good key points, right? Key points to the success of both an agent and an investor. Okay. Does anything come to mind if someone takes away just one thing from our conversation? And we may have already covered it. There's a good chance that we've already covered it based on what we've talked about, but 
what is one thing that you would like somebody to walk away with from our conversation today? Uh, to me, I think as a whole, I mean, if the industry as a whole and agents as a whole, um, just kind of tweak the perspective of, you know, take care of people, be kind. I, I think that's the big thing. Yeah. Um, you know, there's, there's, unfortunately there are, there, there's a lot of great agents out there, but unfortunately there are some that don't, aren't the easiest to work with. We've probably all experienced them. Aren't the friendliest. You know, we're all in this together. I mean, we're, we're all doing this to take care of our families, support our families and take care of our clients. Keep that in mind. Be kind. Take obviously take care of your clients, but you know, being kind to the other agents that you're working with is is huge as well, and it, it goes a long way in uh, in more pleasant closings and, and more efficient transactions. I love that. Thanks for that, George. So let me ask you some some other questions, if you don't mind. This is more on the, the personal side. How do you? find time to take care of yourself and do what you need to do mentally and emotionally with a wife and eight kids and multiple businesses in two different states? That's probably the biggest, the biggest challenge, honestly. Uh, I am, uh, I'm someone who's always, always going, um, always working. So with multiple businesses and, and the big family, um, I'm always going, sitting and relaxing is, is actually, it's crazy, but it's difficult for me now. Sure. Because I feel like I'm always, uh, I always have always something, something that I could do. be doing. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. So one of the big things that my wife and I and some of the kids have, have gotten into uh, playing pickleball, actually. I don't know if you've, if you've played, but I used to play tennis. And uh, I kind of, I hurt my knee three, four years ago and haven't played tennis since just, but but we found pickleball and got into that and that, and that works and it's fun and it's a short learning curve and so my wife and I will go out and play a few times a week. Um, our older boys will go out and play. Um, our girls, our, our 14 and 13-year-old girls like to play. And even the little ones, they're like all the time like, hey, I want to go play pickleball. I want to go play. So that's something where, to me, I'm, I used to work out in the gym years ago when I was younger, but I just don't have the time, as you kind of alluded to there. <laughs> I don't have the time for that now. So to me, it's, it's got to be something fun, and, and it's best when it incorporates uh, my wife and the kids. So that's kind of, uh, and it's good for stress relief too. You know, ex exercise in general is, is good for stress relief. And, and so that's kind of what I've, um, what I've turned to over the past, I don't know, six months or so is going on playing pickleball, man. It's just a fun game. And, and, uh, you know, meet a lot of great people out there and, uh, go out and, and, you know, be able to do it to, to be able to share that with my wife and with the kids, um, just makes it that much, you know, that much more enjoyable and, and just fits our lifestyle. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's what it's about too, right? It's about what fits your lifestyle. And I'm a believer that, you know, life takes a village, man. Like you can't do life by yourself, you know, it, especially yeah. with multiple kids and multiple businesses and different states and just a lot going on. I don't think there's such a thing as balance. Like I'm not a, oh, I need more work-life balance. That, that's not my MO. My MO is integration. It's all about integration and how can you integrate it and what makes the most sense. And then when you have multiple kids at, you know, my five-year-old can't do what my 16-year-old can. My seven-year-old can't do what my 12-year-old can, right? Like there's these different things and you need to build somehow support systems 
with other people, with friends, with family, whoever it is, because it takes a village to run and operate your life, especially with family structures like we have, you know, 5A kids, man. It's, it can be crazy sometimes and stressful and overwhelming and for everybody involved. Absolutely. And I think you nailed it with integration because that's that basically sums up how we do it is is integrating that. And and the great part about it is in our business, right? Everything essentially can be business. Yeah. So you, know, you never know who you're going to meet in life. You never know who you're going to meet at a restaurant. You never know who you're going to meet at, on the pickleball courts that becomes a client and becomes a great contact, becomes a friend, you know, um, building those relationships. Again, to me, it's all about relationships. So speaking of support systems, funny that you mentioned that. So we've been out here in Dallas for a little over seven, almost seven and a half years now. And uh, for the majority of those, uh, my two brothers and I moved out uh, to the area. We moved our our old business out here. Um, But my parents were still in New York. My wife's parents were in Arizona. And uh, just last year, they both moved out here. So we we built a guest house on our property for my in-laws. And they now live basically in my backyard. We, we built a 1100 square foot away. guest house for them. Yep. Yep. <laughs> but no connection. Like you have to go outside to get there. That was one of my stipulations because yeah. <laughs> there's no, <laughs> there's no door that goes from my house to your house. Like you've got to go outside and go over there. And then, uh, last January, um, I sold my parents the house next door to us on the other side. So my parents now live on one side of us. Then my in-laws are basically on the other side of us. So that's, that's great. I, I always joke. That's great for the kids to have their grandparents so close by. Yeah. Awesome. Great for the grandparents to have the grandkids so close by. And then the jury's still out on whether it's good for my wife and I, <laughs> 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 but I, I joke cause it's been great to, to have you talk about support systems. So that has added that, you know, the, the little ones can go play at, at one of their grandparents' house and we can go do something with the bigger kids. And, um, of course with, with, with the older ones now being able to, you know, watch the younger ones. We can go out on, you know, date nights, my wife and I, sure. which, uh, which we try to do regularly. Um, so yeah, that, that support system is great. And then the, you know, we, we have some great friends that we've made, you know, since moving out here that are like family. Um, so to have that, that support structure, um, in place is huge. I love it. That's great, George. Congrats, man. Congrats for all your success and the integration and being sandwiched by in-laws and parents, I guess, huh? Yeah, appreciate it. Jury's still out on that one, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, get back to me in another 12, 18 months. Let me know how it works. Exactly, um, exactly. Where can people find you if someone wants to get in touch, if someone needs a home in your area or wants to make an investment in Oklahoma with you? Website is 2arealtygroup.com. That's number two, letter A, realtygroup.com. Uh, pretty much all my social media is 2A Realty Group. Um, I'm really trying to build the brand so that when, you know, other agents are you know, we'll building that brand together. So you can find me, uh, I think Twitter and Instagram or two, a realty group. Um, I should know this stuff for sure. Right. But, uh, <laughs> that's okay. I'll pull it from all your profiles I have, <laughs> but I, I, I'm pretty sure it's all, uh, all there. So YouTube channel is coming soon. Oh, cool. Um, so that's something that, uh, that I, I kind of alluded to earlier a little bit. Um, just had some recent conversations with, uh, with a couple of video guys. Um, to help me, you know, start generating some really good content, um, information, informative content that'll be great for uh, for consumers um, to have regarding both areas, both the Rockwall and, and DFW area, and uh, and the Broken Bow, uh, Hochatown short term rental vacation market. So, uh, I can can look for that, and I'm sure we'll link to it through our other social media channels 
and uh, and the website once we get that up and running. I love it, man. George, this was great. Thanks for uh, opening up and sharing both your professional life and your personal life with me today. Ray, I appreciate it. Thanks for having me, man. Hey, guys, it's Ray. I hope you enjoyed that episode. Thanks so much for being here, and we'll see you on the next one.